Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. That's 4-22-22. And this is Season 2, Episode number 16 of our show. You knew that already, though, because uh, Apple Podcast tells you these kinds of things. I like the numbers lining up. As you know, I'm a numbers man. It usually starts this way. Class starts this way, too, that uh, you've got... 2.16, like to me, that's the, the episode number here. And that that's a useful number because they're both powers of 2. You got 2 to the 4th power is 16. And then, now see, you've got a, a power of 2 within a, within a power of 2 also here because 2 squared is 4. And then you've got 4, 22, 22 uh, going on with the date. And this is the kind of thing where my students kind of roll their eyes at this, and then I say, okay, well, this, if this doesn't interest you, maybe we should just talk about baseball, because that's what we're talking about today, and I got to keep watching the clock, because baseball is the kind of thing that, well, I could talk for a lot more than 15 minutes. Let's put it that way. Uh, baseball, numbers, my two favorite things, and I'm going to get them both in here. Welcome to today's program. Today's one of those days where, you know what, it doesn't even matter if you've listened to the previous episodes. However, you know, it's always better if you do. You come in with some knowledge, because I am going to reference a couple earlier episodes, but even if you're getting the short version now, that's okay. It was, let's see, last Wednesday, it was April 13th, and my hometown, well, no, this is not exactly my hometown. One of the closer minor league teams to my house, that would be the Fredericksburg Nationals, formerly the Potomac Nationals, uh, had a one of those morning games, uh, baseball and education day. And now it, it was spring break for my school district. Um, some schools were in session that week. There were like, I'd call them summer camp, but they're not exactly summer camp. Like spring break camps were at the game. It was one of those where they start the minor league game at 11 in the morning. I've been to so many of these in my life. Uh, 11 a.m. start time at Virginia Credit Union Stadium, which is, yeah, a weak corporate name. I, I get it, but I understand why they why they do that. Uh, if, it, if it brings the price of my ticket down a couple bucks, okay, I'm fine with that. Um, I'm going to call it the place where the Fredericksburg Nationals play. And uh, as I said, I, I have a history of going to these morning games. I know I talked about it. Last year, when I saw the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs play, my Southern Maryland Blue Crabs, I've been to a few of their games, so I can, I can think of them like my independent uh, baseball team. And uh, I told the story of how <laughs> I'm sitting in the outfield all by myself because you know, there's no one else at the park but for a few school groups. And first batter of the game hits a home run. Where If I had moved like three feet to my left, I could have easily gotten the ball. Thing caroms off the ground and out of the stadium and i was like oh my god there was there was my chance i, I could have gotten a home run ball proof that life always gives you a second chance like three batters later somebody else hits a home run this is for the other team by the way somebody else hits a home run this one i had to move about four feet to my right 
This one I did pick up, and yes, literally pick up. It was one of those, like, it, it took a bounce or two, and I just picked the thing up off the ground. It's the easiest thing in the world. There's nobody else there. That was my first home run ball. Um, I also have, and I've mentioned this before, the uh, it was in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I think they were the Greensboro Grasshoppers at the time. They've been called different things through the years. That um, I went to one of these morning baseball games, again, there by myself, and I pick up a, a foul ball in, in a similar manner. Like it, it took a couple hops, and I quickly grabbed the thing, and I couldn't let it be known that I had picked up the ball because there's a thousand kids around me who all would have been like, hey, mister, hey, mister, give me that ball. And like, yeah, I could have made one kid happy, but I would have had 999 other kids upset. So ordinarily as an adult, I would give a kid a ball, but not if it's going to get most of the stadium upset with me. So I just, I put the thing in my pocket, looked at it after the game. That was uh, 16 years ago. So I have a history of going to these games by myself. This year, first time ever, I brought my own flesh and blood to the game with me. And uh, my son and I went to this uh, 11 a.m. start time. He had his own personal chaperone. You know, most of the other kids, it's like, you know, they got 20 kids for every one adult. My son had his own adult with him. And uh, the the park is, is great. It's so much better than the place where the Potomac Nationals played. I can't even think of the name. That went through a few corporate names, too. It, it really was like the worst minor league baseball stadium not even that i have been to and i've been to a lot not just that i've been to but it was like recognized by minor league baseball officialdom as being so bad i mean they they were like censored by minor league baseball incorporated like get your stadium up to code i it was like a bad high school stadium or like a average high school stadium and it was expensive. It was hard to park. And there's no cachet to the, the stadium whatsoever. It was so weak on so many levels. I went there in 2012. The only redeeming thing the park had going for it, and I still remember this a decade later, is that now I'm watching the uh, the Potomac Nationals. I think, they, I think they were single A also. Fredericksburg is single A. So Potomac Nationals, single A. I see Xavier Nady, of all people, making a rehab start. Now, I, I looked it up. Now, I remembered him playing. Now, I, I looked it up officially to see, like, what was that, like, the one game he played? Now, he played in about a dozen games, uh, rehabbing whatever whatever injury he had in 2012 uh, before he went up to the big nationals. I mean, this was somebody who had played in the major leagues for, you know, 10 years or whatever it was. Yeah, he played for the Mets, he played for the Giants, and played for the Nats. Xavier Nady saw him on rehab start. Uh, that was about it. Uh, that was the only redeeming characteristic of my seeing that game. And I remember being not surprised that the team basically had to move. Like, the big nationals had to either build a new stadium. Prince William County just wasn't going to go for it. The, the land there is too expensive, I guess. This was in Woodbridge. And uh, it's expensive to put up anything that they're going to put up a, a new minor league baseball park. Well, about an hour south of there, 
or 10 hours if you run into traffic. Oh, you got to take 95 from where I am, which, which is just terrible. The only road in America you can get in a traffic jam at 2 o'clock in the morning. I-95, and uh, my son and I were lucky. We saw a couple accidents going the other way. Like, we would have been um, either late for the game or late getting home. That uh, we happened to be going the right way both times. Other than the fact that it's it's kind of out of the way from where we live. Um, a lot of people do live close to this park as well. In Fredericksburg, it's, it's great. The home run seats for uh, minor league park, that's always the first thing I look for because I know that in Binghamton, where I grew up and saw a million minor league games, there was, you, know, you couldn't sit in the outfield. There were no home run seats. I always wanted to sit in a home run seat when I was a kid. It's like, well, no, they don't do that in minor league parks. Some parks, they do. This one, you could walk all the way around. My son and I, we gave ourselves the full tour. He's kind of like me. You know, he can't sit still to park. You want to see it from every angle. You know, spend very little time actually sitting in your assigned seat. You know, you, you move around and... Like when you're a kid, you're probably going to get yelled at by some security officer. But like it, me, I, I first of all, I I can always play the clueless dad routine if it ever comes to it, or you know, I I blend in enough that you know, nobody's really going to give me a hard time. So I can kind of move around uh, wherever I want, see the game from different vantage points. And uh, the the only the only bad part of this game was uh, once again, and as goes a recurring theme of the show, being embarrassed by people who are younger than I am doing the thing that I would do. Uh, the Frednats, as they call them, their manager is Jake Lowry, who's, I looked it up, he's 31. Their manager is almost a decade younger than I am. It's so embarrassing. Um, they're... These are the kind of games where, like, I'm not going to recognize any of the players unless it's somebody who did play in the major leagues before on, like, a rehab start. I only know the coaches. Like, Delwyn Young is their hitting coach, and Joel Hanrahan is their pitching coach. Like, yeah, I, I know the coaches, like, because they're, they're, like, my age. Uh, I, I looked it up. Delvin Young is 39. I think he's exactly my age. And uh, Joel Hanrahan, I think, was 40. That... Uh, the only people I can relate to are, are the coaches. And some of the coaches are even younger than I am. And, like, the people who work at the park, like, yeah, they, they got some old people who are, you know, retired, you know, showing you to the seats or whatever. But most of the people in the sales and the PR and, like, their front office people are all younger than I am. Um, but uh, I digress. Still fun to, to be there with my son and, and experience some of the history. Now, Fredericksburg proper i could i could go through i could do a, a few episode series on on the exact changing face of baseball in fredericksburg and what teams have come through there i mean you could go to any small town in america that that's been around for more than 10 minutes there was some minor league or semi-pro or independent baseball league team and teams that have gone there through the decades i think the most interesting names that showed up in like their Hall of Fame, like he, here are people who've played in this general area. And this was the, whether they're calling, I think the Prince William Yankees or, uh, for a while. And I know Andy Pettit played for them. There's another Andy Pettit reference. Bernie Williams played for them. And then previous to that, I didn't realize this. They were, uh, let's see, uh, it must have been a Pirates affiliate in the 80s that Barry Bonds 
played for the, I don't know if they're Prince William Pirates or whatever they were called. Barry Bonds played there pre, well, a lot of things. Barry did uh, following that. But many a year ago, uh, Barry Bonds was playing baseball in that territory. And uh, the city, and I guess they're, they're counting Prince William into this too, Prince William County, has been host to many of minor league teams. Like if you look at all the affiliations, like, you know, eventually you get to everybody because everybody's come through there because they've been affiliated with so many major league teams. Like, well, you can, you can connect the dots on like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of situation to, well, to anybody who's ever played the game has come through here at some point. Uh, but I appreciated seeing a bunch of guys that uh, I don't know any of their names, but maybe in a few years I will. And I'll say, hey, I remember when I saw that guy play in Fredericksburg, like I could do for um, the big nationals now in the last 10 years that I've been watching the team. It was 2012, that year I saw the Potomac Nationals and saw the big nationals play that year. I saw them play in the first interleague game I ever went to was uh, Nationals-Yankees in 2012. And then the first playoff game I ever went to was Nationals-Cardinals in 2012. That was the first year the Nats won the NL East, ended up playing in the playoffs. They lost that series to the Cardinals, but kind of started the era of, let's face it, them being good. You know, the Bryce Harper era. I realized that Bryce was gone by the time they put up a championship, but it, it came through and it you know, eventually and kind of coincided with my being there, my watching the Nats and my watching the Capitals, my two local teams that eventually won a championship. The only team, well, like the Wizards didn't, and also the, uh, well, the team formerly known as the Redskins, they didn't win either, but you know what? They had that one magical season, or half a season anyway, the first year of RG3, and that was my first year in town watching the local team. Got me hooked from uh, right from the start, and uh, I went from being a New York sports fan to being a D.C. sports fan. Went from the teams of my youth to the teams of my son's youth, and I'm enjoying spending days at the ballpark with him, including last Wednesday at the famed Virginia Credit Union Stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed this week's broadcast of Math and Musings. Tune in next Friday and every Friday to hear more math and hear more musings. For more information or to contact, go to MichaelKyleJr.com.